Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirem and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat Eruvi and Davav Amud Aleph near the bottom of the Amud. Arvin It sounds like a very strange question. We will modify it in a moment. But theoretically what the question is asking is how do you make an Eruv around a Rishut Rabim for Rishut Rabim? The answer is Oset Surat Tapetach Mikan Velachem Kora Mikan. You can make it Surat Tapetach on one side, which means the framing of a doorway, as it were, with an up two uprights and a cross, and a Yalachi and a Kora on the other side. Chananya disagrees and says, "Bet Shemayim Rim Osedelat Mikan Delat Mikan." You need doors on both sides. She Yotzevin Nichnas To El, and you have to lock them when you go in and out. Bet Hillel Rim Osedelat Mikan Velachem Kora Mikan. You need a door on one side and Alachi and Kora on the other side. Now that's the brighter. Shutabimimarva, since when can you make an error on Rushutabim? Fatanya, we have a famous brighter, Yatelakinamarbiuda. Rabbi Yudin discussing it's a sugi in the second parak, the idea of uh, two properties owned by the same person on two sides of Rushutarabim. Misha Yiloshte Batim Shutabim, or Salachimikan Vlachimikan, or Kramikan Vukramikan. You can put a lachi on each side or a kora on each side, and send them to you can carry through the middle. You cannot make an Eruv that will permit carrying in Rishut HaRabim. That's it. You might think that that doesn't work, but other things like doors work. Yerushalayim, if it were not for the fact that the gates were locked at night, you would be Chayav for Rishut HaRabim. So having doors there is not enough. That's the gates of Machuza, Machoza. Same rule. So he says, read the bright as follows. How can you be Ma'arev, an alley that opens up into Rishut Arabim on both sides? And that's the answer. Now, with Machlokin in this Brighta, we've now modified what the Brighta is about. It's about being Ma'arev, a Mavui Hamifulash, which means there's Rishut Abim on two sides, and there's an alleyway that connects them that's open to both. Rava, or alleyway really is a residential street. Rava, Ma'ar which means that we say you need Suratapatach on each side. We rule like Chananya, which is more severe. And we Now we assume that when you say Hananya, Hananya according to Beit Hillel, which is a Delan on one side and Lachin Kor on the other side. According to that, What about the door? Does that be locked or not locked? You don't have to lock it. You don't have to close it. Not only quoting Shmuel, but I actually had a case that happened. Shmuel told me you don't have to lock it. Look at the gates of the city of Nahardea. The Taiman Ad Palgayu Beafra said halfway up they're they're piled with dirt, which means the doors of the city could not close. And Shmuel goes in and out. Shmuel as the master of Nahardea, he doesn't ask anybody to lock the doors. And yet we have an Eruv in the city. Those the walls were actually kind of sealed down. 
So Rav Nachman Amar Panu So when Rav Nachman came to Nahardea, he said, "Move the dirt out of the way." So let me look at Rav Nachman. Does that mean Rav Nachman disagrees with this Rebbe Shmuel and says you have to lock them? No. Came under all They have to be fit and able to be closed, but you don't have to close them. Right? Shmuel evidently felt he didn't even need that. We have a mavui akum, which means an L-shaped mavui. So it goes in, let's say, on a north-south street, and then it curves, and it comes out on the east-west street. So Rami They put the chumrot of Rav and the chumrot of Shmuel on this mavui. And they said you need doors on both sides. Now, let's see how that works. If you recall earlier, we said a mavui akum, Rav says is considered mefulash, even though you cannot see from one end to the other, since both ends open up into Rishut Arbim, it's called mefulash. Shmuel says it's satum. Rav said the halacha is katanakam, which means even a mavui mefulash does not need doors. The answer is kishmuel. They were holding like Shmuel, the halacha kechananya. And Chananya said you need a door. I remember said that such a an L-shaped mavui is considered sealed. The answer is karav. So we take both chumrot. Question is, since when are we allowed to rule that way and take both chumrot and pile them on, both chumrot of disagreeing, dissenting chachamim? We have a famous brayta. When it's Beit versus Beit Shammai, Alacha Kebeit Hillel. But Arutzel Asok is very Shammai Oseh, very Beit Hillel Oseh. You can follow Beit Shammai, you can follow Beit Hillel, which itself is a contradiction. We'll address that right away. But Mikulei Shammai, Mikulei Beit Hillel. If you've always followed the leniency, so where Beit Shammai is lenient, you go there. Where Beit Hillel is lenient, you go there. Then Rasha, you're a wicked person. Mechumrei Beit Shammai, Mechumrei Beit Hillel. If you're always following the stringencies, you're a fool walking in darkness. Meaning. You're always taking the stringencies, but you're being inconsistent in your position. If you want to follow Beit Shammai, do it to the stringent and lenient positions. And the same thing if you want to follow Beit Hillel. Now, parenthetically, we have a problem inside the bright itself. You just said that Halacha follows Beit Hillel. And yet, what did you then say? You have the option to like Beit Shammai. So lokashakan kodem batkol kam lachabatkol. In Dafyud Gimel, we're going to see a very famous sugya where batkol comes out and announces halacha beitilal. So you could say that the or the late the first statement in the Brita reflects the reality after the batkol halacha beitilal, and the part afterwards really reflects the early reality before there's a batkol. You have the option. It could be that the entire thing is of one period after the batkol came out. Rabbi Yeshua, and it could be that the second statement reflects Rabbi Yeshua. In the very famous story in Bavmitzia Dafnun Tet, Rabbi Yeshua says we don't pay attention to Batkol, and therefore it's still an option. The other possibility is that what we're saying is, anytime you find a machloka between two chachamim, tanaim or amoraim, and it's similar to machloka between chachamim hillel. Then you shouldn't always take this one's kulot and that one's kulot or the chumrot. Either you follow one rabbi, his chumrot and his kulot, or else the, the other fellow. But the point is that the way we resolve the brayta 
is perhaps that we're saying the halacha in Beit Hillel is like is like Beit Hillel. But whatever you find another school that has regular disagreements, and there hasn't been a bot call, hasn't been settled, whose word is the halacha, be consistent and follow one school all the way for Chumrot and Kulot. Okay. Nonetheless, it still leaves us with a problem because you're not allowed to take both Chumrot. So why do we take both Chumrot, the Chumrot of Rav and the Chumrot of Shmuel, and necessitate doors on both sides of this Mavui that was L-shaped? It wasn't both Chumrot, because even Rav holds that you do need the doors. Why? What Rav said, which is you only need Surah Tapetach, he, what he meant was, that's the theoretical halacha, but publicly we don't say so. But then that's fine. According to Ravab the Barava, Rav said, that's the halacha, and we do publicize it. So my remember, then we've got a problem, because then Rav really would say, you do not need doors. This statement that we don't follow the chumrot of two sides, that's when doing it creates an inherent contradiction. For instance, Gugon, Shidrava Gugolet, the famous Mishnah about the skeleton or the skull. And this is a Mishnah in Oholot, no, no, Shidrava Gugolet Shechasru. If you have a, a skeleton of somebody, then it's Matami Tumat Mate at a particular shear, but much larger than the Kasa'ora, the barley corn size of a, uh, of a piece of, blo- of bone. If, on the other hand, it's chipped away so that the you would say at some point that the skeleton is no longer there, then it reverts to the shear of an etzim kisoran. Same thing with a skull. So, kama chisaron mashidra. How much has to be missing from the shidra to make it no longer a shidra skeleton? Two vertebrae. One vertebrae. What about the head, the skull? The size of a drill. Enough that if you took it away from somebody who died, it was alive, you died. Okay? If you ever read on our Shmuel, this is the issue. The same rule applies to determining if an animal is a trefa. Now, that means that you cannot say, I'll rule like Beit Shammai when it comes to Tumat Mate, and like Beit Hillel when it comes to trefa, because that's an inherent contradiction of taking a definition of what's called a trefa and utilizing two different answers, both Lechumra, let's say, or both Lakula, um, to different cases. But when they don't directly contradict each other, Avdinan, you could do both Chumrot. Alright, so that means like in our case, for instance, Rav and Shmuel disagreed about what's the status of, a, of an L-shaped Mavui. And Rav says, it's Mefulash. Good, we'll accept that. Now, second question, what do you do with the Mavui Mefulash? Shmuel said, you need doors. Okay, we'll accept that. And that's not contradicting but we're going to push it further. Is it really true that we do not follow two psakim that contradict each other? If you recall, the Mishnah, the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, lists the four new years. Each one is the beginning of a year for a different thing. What is the beginning of the year for the trees? Beit Shammai says the first day of Shvat. Beit Hillel says the fifteenth of Shvat. Tu b'Shvat. Mekiva picked an etrog on the first day of Shvat. He took Maaser Sheni as if it belonged to the previous year, and he took Maaser Ani as if it belonged to the next year. I'm just supposing that it could have been the opposite of that, but it depends on what year it was. So why did Rabbi Akiva, in the same exact thing, follow both Chumrot? The answer is, we keep a Gemara of He wasn't sure about the tradition. 
He doesn't know if Ben Hillel's position was the first of Shvat or 15th. What he simply did was said, I'm following Ben Hillel. But I don't know what Ben Hillel's position is. And since I picked it in the intermediary time, I'm going to have to do both. Not because I'm ruling like the Chumar Ben Shammai, because I'm simply trying to follow Ben Hillel and making sure to do it correctly. Okay, we'll pick it up at this point in the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.